This episode of Right at the Fork and the Gary the Foodie Restaurant Update is brought to you by Leanne Bach from M Realty. You know, I don't know about you, Court, but I've gone through a number of real estate transactions in mm-hmm. my time, and I've had some great ones, and I've had some not-so-great ones. Right. And the key is picking the right realtor right off the bat. It all comes down to the realtor when, it, when you get down to it. Right, especially in a hot market, and you, and you need to act fast, and you need to negotiate uh, from a strong position. Yeah. In, in, in a matter of days, if not half of a day, Chris, could mean thousands of dollars gained or lost. Right. And market knowledge as well. Mm-hmm. So we've known Leanne for a little while now. And I can tell you this, she's tuned into the food world. So I would say if there's anyone listening out there and they want someone who understands where they're coming from and where they want to come from when they go to a restaurant. Leanne is the one to call. And that number would actually be 503-349-7890 or go online to leannebach.com. That's L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. Do it. We love Leanne, and, and she's here to support not only us, but our entire Portland food world. Back here at Right at the Fork, Court Johnson, along with Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures, and uh, I'm really excited about this. It's another time for us to join with Gary the Foodie to find out what restaurants he has been to. We're calling this what, Chris? The Gary the Foodie Restaurant Update. Right. And we'll be doing it monthly. Yeah. Uh, our episodes with Gary have been so well received mm-hmm. that uh, we asked Gary if he would be gracious enough to join us monthly because you and I can't possibly get out. Yeah. As much as he gets out, there's nobody who jumps on an opening as quickly as as Gary does. And he not only doing openings, he he dines out a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, and he's eloquent and um, enjoyable and a nice guy. Hi, Gary. Hi. How you uh, doing? We're doing great. So we're looking forward to this. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was at uh, Nomad last night, and Ryan was giving me his update uh, as to his the growth pattern of Nomad. And he talked about his first ever event that he did. And I said, I bet you Gary was there. And you were. First night, Nomad Open. So you're, I don't know where you get this intel that everything's going on. Where do you get your intel? How do you know what's what's opening Mm. before, before sometimes anybody else does? That's a very good question. Each and every event maybe has a different source. And Ryan and Allie's pop up. Nomad, which was at Castagna, was 2014. It was like, what was interesting is like two days earlier or later, Ryan Rodehouse had his first pop-up, No to Girl pop-up. Oh, the same time. Ryan and Ryan. Within two, within two days of each other. Two or wow. three days of each and other. And you turned me on to No to Girl. I went, the first time I went there was with you. Yep. So, um, and I've been, I've had some nice dining experiences with you, but we're interested in hearing, um... What you, it's now September 2016, some of the uh, newer spots. We like to celebrate all restaurants on Right at the Fork, but uh, you're out there. What have you been enjoying lately? Let's start with last night. And it's not a new spot, but there's some new dishes. And that's Ox. There was a grilled eggplant dish that I had last night. I was with three other people. Mm -hmm. By the time the grilled eggplant got to me, I just got a little bite. 
And I asked, well, thank you so much. How was it? They said, oh, this is delicious. I, I just got a, 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 just a small bite. It was grilled eggplant with miso yogurt and um, herbal chili ponzu with some ginger chips. It was delicious. I believe I had that a few few weeks ago. Did you also have the albacore tuna dish? Yes, I did. It was one of the few times I've I've gone to Ox and not had any meat was when I had that albacore tuna dish. It was delicious. Meat, meat, as in red meat. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're having fishy meat. Fish meat, right? And and also get the blood sausage if you go to Ox. It's a must. Okay. Well, and I'm really happy that you mentioned last night. But let's talk about some new spots. Okay, let's start with Revelry and Tusk. Revelry is a um, restaurant that's open that was recently opened by Sy Churchy and Rachel Yang from Seattle. They own three restaurants in Seattle: Revel, um, Revels, Trove, and Jewel. And they're, I, I think, they address two ten Southeast MLK, somewhere around there. Uh, it's it's a it's a kind of a hip spot. Almost has a bar feel to it. On weekends, it's open till two a.m. Weeknights open till midnight. Wow, that's good to know. And my favorite dish, dish there is uh, Mrs. Yang's spicy fried chicken with um, peanut butter. And it's more sweet than spicy, but it's delicious. I have it every time I go. Sometimes I just take it. I also order an extra order to take home with me. Uh, it, sometimes it, it just opened. Get. You're talking about sometimes you do. You, that means you've been there multiple times already. Four. <laughs> and when did it open? Like three days ago? <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, okay. Wow. I saw someone yeah. else put that dish on there too, the peanut brittle on the fried chicken. And I'm, I'm talking when I say on there, I mean Instagram. Mm. Which, by the way, people can find you at Gary the Foodie on Instagram. Thank you. Yes. And they also have sections, um, individual sections, one with pancakes, different type of Korean pancakes, like chipino, there's a kimchi pancake, and there's another section with rice bowls. My favorite rice bowl was a uh, tuna rice bowl. They had a nice charred flavor to it, and their dessert section includes the desserts such as a mochi donut with caramel corn and fennel. So it's, it's kind of, it has that Korean fusion to it, and it's a, it's a great space. Highly recommend it, and go and enjoy it. Beautiful. That's Revelry. Next. Revelry. Tusk. The, the, the restaurant that Luke Dirks and Joshua McFadden, Submarine Hospitality, mm-hmm. started, and Sam Smith, former formerly of Ava Jeans, is running the kitchen. He has Wes Johnson, who is his, who is his longtime friend. He's his number two. Nora Antine does the desserts there. And what's unusual about Tusk is it's a very much a vegetable-forward menu. Menu. There's a, a kind of a skewer section where you find meat, um, but even within the skewer section, there's like a, a, a fish. I've had I have tuna and salmon skewers there. And one of the other sections, there's a lamb tartare dish. But in general, it's, you're going to focus mostly on vegetables. And within there's a section called vegetables, grains, and fruits. And within there, there must be like six options. So just find out what you most, what combination you most like, and order order those vegetable dishes. The flavors are um, rather unique for Portland. 
it's in the old Levant space, and it has that is, is Israeli, Moroccan, Middle Middle Eastern um, flavors to it. So that's what makes it unusual, and it's kind of interesting that it's in the old Levant space. Yeah, that Levant but, space, Gary, has a has a special meaning, doesn't it, for you? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I only mention it because. Um, uh, we had an event there, and um, I think I kind of pointed Karen Brooks and you together, and I'm glad that you guys have had the opportunity to be friends since then. Uh, I, I, I love her to death. She's great. I, I, um, Karen's the best. And but before I leave Tusk uh, menu, my favorite thing on the menu is a flatbread with hummus um, dish, and it's the hummus I just can't get enough of. Um, please order that. How many times have you been there now? Because this opened about a week ago, right? No, two weeks. Oh, I've two been weeks. There four and four or you, five times. Were you there on the on the first night? I think so. Yeah, I figured. But the first night, I think. Yeah. And um, actually, on Saturday night, I was at Dame, which isn't the. Oh, I was going to ask until... you about that because that was, you know, you were a big when I first met you. You were. You know, that block was important to you. Cocote yes. was somewhere we met to eat a couple of times. And I was going to ask you if you'd been to Dame yet. It looks absolutely beautiful. Yeah. What uh, Dana Frank and Jane Smith own Dame. Uh, Jane Smith also owns Duckback. And Dana and her husband, Scott, own Bone Arrow Winery. They've taken Cat's Space, which was a French bistro, and converted it into something that's very bright. Uh, very personal, at least, and and of course, you know, you would know. I don't know anything about wine, but seem, I had some wine on Saturday night. It, it was good, it seemed good to me. But I, <laughs> you and I are in the, the same wine. camp with wine. We, um, it seemed good. That was good. Yeah. yeah How do you yeah. feel about wine discussions? Long drawn out wine discussions. I, I guess I kind of. I wish we had more of them. I do you? No. I I, I, <laughs> I kind of tainted by. I kind of led you, but how do you feel about that? I, I, you know, if people have a have, have that desire to 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 look into to research wines, to love wines, more power to them. I don't I don't drink a lot of wine, so when I go out to eat, I mostly drink soda water and bitters mm-hmm. and cocktails. I love cocktails. Yeah, no, you're a cocktail lover. I'm, I'm, I'm the a, same I'm way. I enjoy wine, but I don't want to talk too much about it. Uh, much like I probably don't want to go too in depth on anything. Just enjoy it. Yeah, I like talking about food. Yeah, but there's there's a a point at which... I like talking about it, too. But there's a point at which it's about eating it and not talking about it a lot. But that's just me. And I I generally... I just wanted to ask you that. Because Dame is wine-centric. And so um, that would be one of the reasons to go there. For those people who do enjoy that, I would imagine they'd have a great experience because uh, because of the the pedigree of Dana and I got to know her at Ava Jean's. Oh, at Ava Jean's, yes. So um, and uh, I'll, let me talk about the food. The food it, the, the, they hired um, Eli Dolan, who was the chef at the, um, Renee Erickson's with the Walrus and the Carpenter in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then after he left the Walrus and the Carpenter, he moved to Dam the Weather, where he was executive chef there. Does that have anything to do with Renee Erickson? Uh, damn the weather! I don't know. I don't think so. It might, but I don't believe so. Okay. It that's very much. I think it's a cocktail bar. I've never been to Damn the Weather. Never heard of it, but it just sounds like the whale winds to me. It's got the same that same 
Pacific Northwest foggy sound to it. That's all. Could be. But the, the, I had um, four dishes there, and my favorite was a lamb meatball dish with farro, cucumber, and yogurt. All the dishes are under $20 currently, except for a hanger steak with some potatoes. So okay. the rest of the menu is 9 10 12 dollars the the larger dishes are 18 19 16 dollars so it's very reasonably priced um so Gary let me ask you this um i saw a, an interesting headline in eater that that i i'd never seen anything like it it was it mentioned in parentheses that pours would be under natural wines and they'll be under $20 pours or $20 glasses. And I've never seen that in a headline where they actually mentioned the pricing. Is there a reason for that? I have no idea. I, uh, $20, you mean $20 glasses of wine? Yeah. Is, is I, that... I, the only thing that the only conclusion I could draw from such a headline, and I have not done any research into this, was that people, because it's natural wine, would expect it to be more. So that it wasn't as expensive as they might think it might be. I was just curious about that headline. I thought it I've never seen anything like it where they put in parentheses what the pricing would be for any items. I have, yeah, I have no idea. I, I don't really think of I don't necessarily think when I think of natural wines as, as it being more expensive. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I just figured somebody had to say to somebody, "Hey, we need to do this." So, just hey. curious on that. So, all right, you got another? Quantrail it's a restaurant in on Mississippi opened end of June and it's a very it's a, it, I, I'd classify it as a neighborhood restaurant um, it's no one really has talked about it well we did a review recently on it uh, Bill Wallander who used to be coincidentally with Ava jeans as the sous chef is the executive chef at Quantrail and I had a wonderful meal there last week um Bill does a really good job finding fresh ingredients at the farmer's market, like many chefs, and creating very personal dishes. Um, I, I, I love, there was this raw beef dish with broccoli, peanuts, and wasabi that was assertive and tasty. I had a sweet pepper with eggplant and marjoram on toast dish that was not only beautiful to look at, but also delicious. So the neighborhood restaurants that don't get a lot of press I, I would hope that the neighborhoods will support those whose food deserves, deserves supporting. And I think Quantrell is one of those restaurants. And how do you spell that? Q-U-A-I-N-T-R-E-L-L-E, I think. I have not heard that. I, I am where, where I've been, yeah. but I haven't heard about it. Corey, you know what I'm really loving about this? Is that when Gary posts something on Instagram, it's a picture. Yeah, and he doesn't editorialize about it, and so here we're having the opportunity to go quite a bit further with your enjoyment of your meals, Gary. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. It, I even have some food carts. Me talking about food carts. I was going to ask you and I went on a food cart crawl once. Yeah, that was a, quite a while ago. We need to do it again. I was going to ask you, and I don't know. Have you been to Pastrami Zombie yet? Oh, well, we actually talked about it last <laughs> last right before. <laughs> it's one of my favorite food carts. Right by my house. Right. I'm so, sorry I forgot that. That was a, a little while ago. But and it's, it's, yeah, it's the best pastrami. It's my favorite. I don't know if it's the best. It's my favorite pastrami in town. Nice. I have to get up there. I've been reading a lot about it. It's got a good buzz. Um, and uh, got to try that. I love those pastrami sandwiches. 
Before I talk about a, a couple of food carts, let me also say my favorite ramen bowl is also a new place that just opened this year, Ko's Ramen. I love the spicy. Well, it's, it's called a Tantan Ramen. It's spicy, spicy Tantan Ramen. You, you as the diner can tell them how spicy or not spicy you want it. It's, it I do medium spicy. It's my favorite ramen bowl in Portland. Cool. On, uh, it's on Williams. Yeah, so you know well, that's cool. That's saying a lot because there are a lot of bowls. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are. My, this is my favorite. Okay, cool. Couple of carts. Uh, Daisy. Uh, PDX it's on 1477 Northeast Alberta. And what is that? Daisy? Daisy. D-E-S-I PDX. Okay. Daisy. Oh, and yes. I've heard of that. My, my friend who's a doctor, I call it doc, she she uh, she's Indian. She turned me on to the cart and said, it's the best Indian food I've had in Portland. Said, really? Okay. So I went, I went and tried it, and they have pakora waffles. I, I also enjoyed like a 12-hour ginger and tamarind braised Carlton Farms pork belly with curry, onion, confit, and crunchy peas, and it was delicious. Is that on the top? You're off the top of your head, or did you write that no, down? No, I, I wrote that down. Good. I can't remember all that. <laughs> Either way, it sounded good. Yeah, it was good. It was perfect. Right across, like five, three feet away from Desi, is Goomba, which well, we highlighted recently. And Jesus Martinez, I knew from Barmingo. I didn't know where he ended up because he wasn't there. He was, like, gone recently. So I wonder where Jesus went up, ended up. And now I know. He's at Goomba. And it's an Italian restaurant, and he has specials every day. What I had uh, last week what were, the, were two of the pasta dishes, a guitar dish and a pappardelle dish. And for, like, 12 $11, 12 $13, you can get some really high-quality pasta in a food cart. Oh, nice. And same address. Yeah, fourteen seventy seven Northeast Alberta. Oh, nice! So go support your your food cart, your local last, food cart. Last food cart, La Pantry on twenty eighth and Southeast Ankeny, kind of by Potty, give or take. Right. It's in the same food pot as Wolf and Bears and Guero, and La Pantry is a food cart owned by Adam Merlin, who spent six or seven years working at Lebec Finn in Philadelphia, and so he has a fine dining background. He also worked at Departure, I believe. He's I think he worked for Greg, and you, his his food also is it's very. He has a lot of things on toast, like tartines, and he has um, a lot of salads. He uses bread from Tabor Bread. Uh, I had a smoked trout toast dish, an avocado and egg toast dish wow. that were delicious. His plating is beautiful. His food is delicious. Again. So go support your local food carts out there. Winter's, well, fall's coming and then winter. So it's, you know, getting a little tougher for them to get the customers out there. So go find a food cart and eat there. Yeah, they need it in the winter more so than the summer, too. So Right. Absolutely get out. I have one that Court and I both tried that you haven't been to yet, which is sure. the, uh, a little preview at the Chu Dining Club party the other day. We had preview of Jasper Shen's... Um, buns from XLB that are coming up in the old Lardo North space. Um, I've had I've had his buns three or four times. I had it before you had it. Well, that's okay. Oh, we thought we had exclusive <laughs> yeah. up here. Oh. Uh, for, I should have figured that. I can't. Was, 2014, he did pop-ups. <laughs> he pop-ups at Aviary. Right, so right. I had his XLBs. Okay. All right. 
I should have I should have known. You know, today this is probably the eighth thing today that I've made a fool out of myself <laughs> over, and that that happens <laughs> with doing hours of podcasts. It's going to happen, and right. you expose yourself and. I'm okay with it. It's all it. good. It's all it's good. It's all good, and I'm glad that you got there. They're delicious, right? That's the point. Instead of, yeah, yeah. they're they're really uh, good, and I think that's exciting. It's something a little, that no one else I know is doing in terms of that's the main focus of the concept um, that he'll be doing when it opens, and I don't know exactly when that's going to be. So, I heard. It's, uh, I think it's going to be counter service. You go up, order right, kind yes. of Bollywood theater, exactly. Uh, yeah, type of um, system. Right, and they're use, utilizing the resources of Philippe's bread next door. So Correct. They'll have that, too. Um, okay, uh, unless you have something else, Gary. I'm sure you do. How, well, can I, talk, can I talk just for a few minutes about my last trip? Yes, yes, outside oh, of Portland. This is going to be Gary's outside. Of, dun, 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 we need a sponsor for this, right. from like American Airlines sure. or something. Um, I went to Chicago in August. And um, I went to my favorite bar in the United States. I'd never been there before. It became my favorite bar. And it's called Green River, which is, it was started, Green River was started by Danny Meyer, who started Shake Shack, was the original owner of 11, 11 Madison Park in Gramercy, and, also, and currently still owns Gramercy Tavern. And also on the bar side, the, the, Danny's partner are the people from Dead Rabbit in New York City, which is considered one of the best cocktail bars in the United States. They want to, Best Bar of the World Award, too, I believe. And Green River has this expansive cocktail list. The, bar, the head bartender is Julia Mamos, who you used to work at the Aviary in Chicago, Great Axes mm-hmm. uh, Cocktail Bar. So, but she's not doing very many. She's not doing modernist cocktails, but they have, she has, she's using unique ingredients. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful bar. If you're in Chicago, go to Green River. The interesting part, the interesting thing is, it's on the 16th floor of a hospital, which is strange. Hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, that is. Not the first place you'd think to go. But it's convenient. Yeah. And I mean, how, did you, how did you learn about it? How did you? Well, I just wanted to go to a cocktail bar in Chicago, and I was too, I had to, I could only go to one. So deciding, um, deciding between Paul McGee's Lost Lake, used to be with Three Dots in the Dash as a tiki bar, or to go with Green River. I just had to go with Green River. I teach bars, but fantastic. So I chose the universe, and then, and also, lastly, you had one favorite... in San Francisco, weren't you going to? Were you not going to tell us about San Francisco? No, maybe not. I'm sorry, I aired again. Uh, I'm but, going for ten. I will go to San. I will go to San Francisco <laughs> on another trip very soon. I'll talk about that later in the future. Okay, hopefully. And you're off to Tokyo uh, like today, right? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. And la- lastly, my second favorite new restaurant in the United States behind only Institute in, in San Francisco, which I talked about last time. Right. It's named Oreo, and it's owned by uh, Noah and Cara Sandoval. It's in this warehouse. It's, it's hard to find. They have to keep a person outside because people don't know to get lost. Um, you walk in, it's, it's kind of like a converted warehouse space. The food is, it, it has different types. Noah has this talent where he can do Japanese, he can do Mexican, he can do all these different types of cuisines. And uh, it's, it's elevated, it's fun, it's fine dining for the millennials, even though I'm not a millennial. And uh, I think it will win at least one Michelin star this year, if not two Michelin star within the first year of business. It's fantastic. I love Oreo, second favorite new restaurant in the United States. Wow. wow. 
I'm so I, I'm I'm it sounds somewhat sketchy, Gary, almost to the point where like do you leave like missing like a kidney or some sort of organ? <laughs> it is kind of sketchy. You, there's it's on a street named Walnut Street with no street name. There's no street sign. There is one street sign on one end of it. Right. But the Walnut Street is a total of one block. Hmm. One block. And so it's it's kind of it is kind of weird and strange and and kind of fun. Sure. Well, that's nice. You know, I have one little update that really isn't in Portland, but since you're talking about food carts, and since I did a soundbite not long ago about fish and chips, uh, and I kind of hate to give this out, but, you know, I always felt out in Manzanita, I have to drive two hours north or two hours south to get fish and chips I love, and I never mind the drives. It's part of the experience, especially going north uh, by the Willapa Bay. Um, But there's a little place, and you'll never get out there, Gary, but... Uh, some yeah. people will. They ask me all the time. I just put a blog up, as a matter of fact, on PortlandFoodAdventures.com uh, uh, explaining my Manzanita food choices at the area. But there's a little food cart called Riverside and Chips now, right on the Nehalem River. There couldn't be a prettier place to have a meal than sitting out on that river waiting for some really great fish and chips Um by some folks that own a, uh, a nice little shop there, and they put it out right behind it, right behind Buttercup, which some people know as having great chowder, and and I know as having great chowder and ice cream. That's my little find for the last week. I figured I'd throw something in that I learned in the last week. Well, should I ever get out there, which is highly unlikely. We, we have to figure out a way to get you out there. It's crazy <laughs> that you don't go out there, but you're kind of busy uh, running I'm, around learning things for us. Yeah, I'm trying. And you're not just Thank doing you. it for us. Falsely, falsely advertised someplace out there has some Michelin stars and maybe, <laughs> maybe Gary. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's what it's going to take. I didn't even think about that. How about coming out and just hanging out at, at my place and having some pizza? One of these days. I think we'll do that. we got to do that. <laughs> Gary, this was uh, so – it's such a pleasure to have you doing this for us. We're, the plan is, and we'll try to keep to it, uh, to have the Gary the Foodie – Restaurant updates on the third Monday of every month. Now, we release new episodes every Wednesday, yeah. Court. So this is an additional, so a fifth, sometimes sixth mm-hmm. episode in a month. Yeah. Uh, so um, thanks so much, and we appreciate Leanne Bach for wanting to sponsor your reports, too. We have Thank to get you, your... Leanne. I appreciate it, Leanne. Hope you don't get tired of me, Leanne. No, <laughs> Gary, don't say that. You, you know, you've said that before. No one gets tired of you. I find you fascinating, and... Everybody who knows you, um, and as a matter of fact, a lot of your episodes are always the most listened to episodes we have. So we're pleased to uh, have you carrying the Right at the Fork banner for us. Thank you. Right at the Fork is supported by Upserve. Upserve is the cloud-based restaurant management system serving up everything you need to know to run a smoother operation and exceed guest expectations. It's your restaurant. Run it like you mean it with Upserve. Visit Upserve.com to request a demo today. Tell them you're a Right at the Fork listener and get special pricing. The Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Check in at participating establishments and you'll get rewards you want, like free pizzas, beverages, and extended happy hour deals, plus exclusive information and invites to fun food events. Chew. Find it on iTunes or Google Play. Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape. 
especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. And by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and craft beer. Emphasizing locally sourced items. Zupan's has been inspiring food lovers and local chefs for over 40 years with the very best Northwest bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Zupan's Markets. Love your food. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Oh.